It's Friday, May 25th, 2012, and you're listening to DOD This Week, a weekly podcast from the DOD, with news from inside the Pentagon and from around the world. Secretary Panetta and General Martin Dempsey, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, joined Secretary of State Hillary Clinton in testifying before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee that the United States should join the Convention on the Law of the Sea Treaty. The treaty is an agreement signed by 161 nations, creating a set of international laws regulating the maritime environment. It covers everything from trade and travel routes to maritime resource rights and military regulations. The Secretary said it's important that the United States have a part in the discussion as the treaty develops. As the world's strongest preeminent maritime power, uh, we are a country that has one of the longest coastlines and one of the largest extended continental shelves uh, in the world. We have more to gain by approving this convention than almost any other country. There's 161 countries that have approved were the only industrial power uh, that has failed to do that. Uh, and as a result, we don't have a seat at the table. If we are sitting at this international table of nations, we can defend our interests, we can defend our claims, we can lead the discussion in trying to influence treaty bodies that develop and interpret the law of the sea. We are not there. And as a result, they're the ones that are developing the interpretation of this very important treaty. General Dempsey said the treaty will strengthen the United States military globally. Helping shape the law of the sea treaty will also help the U.S. face multiple transnational threats. Joining the convention would strengthen our ability to apply sea power. It codifies the navigational rights and freedoms necessary to project and sustain our military force. These include the right of transit through international straits, the right to exercise high seas freedoms in foreign exclusive economic zones, and the right of innocent passage through foreign territorial seas. And it reinforces the sovereign immunity of our warships as they conduct operations. General Dempsey says, by contrast, the United States is currently relying on customary international law. This plays into the hands of foreign states that seek to bend customary international law to restrict movement on the oceans. And it puts our warships and aircraft on point to constantly challenge claims. We can defend our interests, and we will do that with military force if necessary. But the force of arms does not have to be, and should not be, our only national security instrument. For more about the treaty and the leader's testimony, visit defense.gov. This week in Chicago, Secretary of Defense Leon Panetta and Secretary of Veterans Affairs Eric Shinseki announced the merging of the DOD and Veterans Affairs health records into what will be the world's largest electronic system. Ultimately, this will lead to better care for everybody in the military community. Secretary Panetta. DOD and VA have been working steadily to increase the amount of health information that's shared between our two departments. The centerpiece has been our effort to build an integrated electronic health record, a single common health record for service members and veterans that can be accessed at any DOD and VA medical facility. The new system will roll out in 2014, first at two test sites, San Antonio, Texas, and the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. The system will be complete and operational in 2017. Secretary Shinseki spoke about the importance of sharing information and integrating the VA and military health systems. Secretary Panetta and I have committed to a single, common, joint, integrated electronic health record 
each of those words mean something. One that is open in architecture and non-proprietary in design to expand information sharing, eliminate gaps between our two robust healthcare systems. This is key to seamlessness, critical to enhancing quality of healthcare, and essential to controlling costs. Secretary Panetta said a seamless medical system that provides the best care during and after service is something the nation owes its military members. Our duty is to make sure we protect them by giving them the best health care we can. If we can do that, then I think both they and us can say proudly that we're doing everything we can to protect America and to give our children a better life. For more information about the new health record system, visit defense.gov. Following last week's NATO summit in Chicago, the United States and International Security Assistance Force allies have agreed on a path towards a self-sufficient Afghanistan. President Obama said that by mid-2013, ISAF will have transitioned to a support role, giving Afghan forces the lead role in combat. At the ISAF meeting this morning, we agreed that Afghan forces will take the lead for combat operations next year, in mid-2013. At that time, ISAF forces will have shifted from combat to a support role in all parts of the country. And this will mark a major step toward the goal we agreed to in Lisbon, completing the transition to Afghan lead for security by the end of 2014. In a briefing at the Pentagon following the NATO summit, Marine Corps General John Allen, commander of NATO forces in Afghanistan, said the ISAF allies are committed to the goal and won't be deterred. To the Afghan people, that we're committed to your future. Uh, to the region, the international community will not abandon Afghanistan. And to the Taliban, you cannot wait us out. For more news from Afghanistan, visit defense.gov or pentagonchannel.mil. Acting Assistant Secretary of Defense for Public Affairs George Little gave a briefing to reporters at the Pentagon, taking questions about some of the issues the Defense Department is facing. One of the pressing issues the DOD is trying to resolve is the negotiation with Pakistan over ground transportation routes. After an incident between American and Pakistani troops, relations soured and the routes were closed to American vehicles. The goal here is to move uh, beyond this issue. Uh, it's one that uh, we want to get beyond. It's one that uh, we have emphasized to the Pakistanis that uh, we want to get beyond. And uh, it's uh, critical, I think, that uh, we we, we move past this, uh, and it's in the best interest of both countries. Uh, we are in a phase now where we're trying to reset the relationship with uh, Pakistan, and uh, that's uh, where we want to go. Defense Secretary Leon Panetta has said progress is being made in the negotiations, and discussions continue. For more information from the Pentagon press briefing, visit defense.gov. You've been listening to DOD This Week for the week of May 25, 2012. For links to these stories and more, visit dodlive.mil or defense.gov.